everybody, and welcome to Reheated, the Leftovers podcast, this episode covering number eight of the season titled International Assassin. <laughs> I am the host, Mike Marbeck, and we'll start going around to the right. Quentin J. Alexander. Jolie Darrow. Rob Alessiani. Great. Uh, so, this episode, we'll just start with the first impressions, as we do. Uh, for me, uh, I've been... I've said on the podcast before that I'm probably the person who wants most things to be paranormal. Uh, and mm-hmm. I'm seeing a paranormal explanation for... I can see one for just about everything. This episode was more or less, I feel, aimed at me. Uh, <laughs> and I yeah. didn't really care that much for it. Um, I think I think it was a very entertaining story yeah um but i i just overall i i didn't i think it was probably the more losty i was literally gonna say this is the lostiest episode they've done so far uh yeah Yeah. it 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 felt so like if john Locke were to appear i wouldn't have thought twice about it within this episode um i'll leave it at that um this episode uh yeah i'm not yeah like i i I like watched the episode and I'm like, what, what the, what the heck did I just, did I just watch? Um, yeah, I mean, it was like, like you said, it was, it, it was a very interesting piece, and there was, there was, there was some good performance and you know, in, performances in it. Um, but I, I don't know if it really got us anywhere uh, in the story. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, I agree with all of that. Um, I, the second I realized this was only going to be Dreamworld, uh, I was like, oh god, I have to sit through Mm -hmm. 55 more minutes of this, um, and, I mean, it was entertaining, but I don't, I don't like having to analyze symbolism in my TV shows too much, and there was so much symbolism, and just so much nonsense. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was like, this was very Inception-y. Um, yeah, and I, I did the same thing. As soon as I kind of realized that, that the whole episode was going to be in this uh, this this world, I, I was I kind of checked out a little bit. Um, I uh, I did like that this tied in a lot of the cold open from the first episode of the season. Um, caves collapsing, the the well, the orphan, you know. It, a lot of that kind of made sense. Um, it, I think, it will prove to this episode will prove to tie in more than just this was a crazy dream sequence that he had while he was very close to death. I think, I think he did kind of enter another plane where mm-hmm. other people can coexist when they're not, you know, in the normal world. But I, I was a little. I mean, I might have, like, closed my eyes, like, three times. I also had a really long weekend. But I might have, like, conked out, like, once or twice. Here's something I just thought about. There was no one disappeared in that afterworld yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, it was only people that are confirmed dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other 
thing I wanted to say about this episode is they must have had so much fun writing the dialogue for this. It was so fun. Like, that's the only thing about it was just, like, the silly things that you do think of in your dreams or you... uh, (laughs) The silly things that you think of in your dreams are, like, almost, like... It it sounded like a bunch of kids talking a lot of the time. And I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't hate this episode. I just, yeah. I, I, it's one of the things like, what I really liked about this, this show so far this season is that it didn't give us those like, hey, we're going to leave you on this huge cliffhanger and, uh, and then, you know, take you to a completely different thing and not answer any questions. I guess we had, I guess we answered the question. Mm-hmm. Garvey's not dead. Yeah. Um, I thought this whole episode was kind of a cliffhanger though, right? Uh, until the end. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what this episode yeah. was. Yeah, uh, this episode. It was a hero's journey. Yes, yeah, I guess. Uh, you know, to be quite honest, uh, it made me feel stupid. Yeah, this episode made <laughs> like, me feel I, stupid. Like I, I feel dumb because I didn't like the episode. Yeah, um, and it was one of if Sean was here. Uh, Sean's really good at these episodes. Yeah, he's. Um, but I, it for me, it, it's because they're very good at what they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me to not like this episode to me means I'm missing a whole yeah. lot of stuff. No, I agree. Or the emperor has no clothes. <laughs> yeah. Or that's part of the the the, the whole thing of it. Mm-hmm. Um, just like what your face was uh, was saying uh, is that October 14th changed everything. Anybody can leave at any time. So then you just, do you focus on that or do you transform is something mm-hmm. along the lines of what they were saying, which could have been this whole show. Like mm-hmm. whether it was Kevin, Kevin Garvey, anybody can disappear at any, any time. You're going to focus on that like we just did for an entire hour mm-hmm. uh, or are you going to be okay with maybe losing him? So my thing is, so A, I do think that it, there, was, there wasn't meaning in it. Like to me... It was a, it was dreams and dreams are kind of weird and fluid like that yeah, and a little bit circular. And, that. Yeah, yeah. Dreams don't mean anything. Yeah. Uh, but I do. The other part of that is we've talked so much about this being such a character-driven show, and my mind was like, why are we focusing so much on Garvey's subconscious? You know. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but then but then towards the end, it it was more about Patty. Like towards the yes, end, yeah. yeah, yeah. Was that actually Patty being allowed to yeah. then move along? Yeah, I think yeah. I think by the end it was more along the lines of of he needs to help Patty move on mm-hmm. um, and not be a ghost. Well, I mean, <laughs> he usually, from what we've seen, the information that Patty has is information that he may have gotten. So the the mm-hmm. Jeopardy story, uh, if it, we don't know that it's true or not. Um, but if it is true, he could have uh, just been watching Jeopardy. He could, yeah, it could have just been influenced uh, that, yeah. or it could have been actually Patty. Yeah, because it sounded uh, kind oh. of fam- oh, sorry, it sounded oh, familiar, like that. Um, I, maybe we've never heard that before in the show, but it did. Se- it se- it seemed like something that Jeopardy, we knew, the it, Jeopardy thing. Yeah, that's a game show. It uh, <laughs> on. they ask a lot of questions. Yeah, well, but no. actually, they give a lot of answers, and <laughs> you have to respond with the questions. Wait, well, ABC. I mean. Yes, <laughs> depends on the market. Syndicated. What do you got, Quentin? Sorry. No, I mean if 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 we're talking like this, um, 
I would like to focus on, well, I know we're going to go into it, um, but uh, when we see Holy Wayne and he talks about, he pretty much gives the textbook definition of, of deja vu. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe all of these things that we're trying to make sense out of the episode are just, are just deja vu. Yeah. Maybe we, th- maybe we think that, <laughs> that yeah. we knew these things. I'd have to, uh, for, for the, those that don't listen to this often or the fir- or listening for the first time, we record minutes after having seen the episode. Mm. So we don't have the benefit, um, of, uh, really knowing what we're talking about, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, in that we we it's could more reflection. Yeah, it's more it's more first re, you know reactionary. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I'm sure that it, this feels like an episode that if I were to watch a couple more times, I'd feel differently about it. Um, I'd maybe understand more about it, but uh, it just seems like there's so much packed into this episode that once again walks the line between the supernatural. And just, you know, somebody near death. Mm-hmm. Uh, and their yeah. brain doing crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is certainly uh, one of those episodes that, that uh, dived a little bit further into the paranormal stuff. Mm-hmm. Because it seemed like everything was... Which, of course, could just be Kevin's imagination, his brain. But it seemed like everything was going as it was supposed to go. And... Um, I don't necessarily think that we have to go in any particular order talking about this because Mm -hmm. uh, it was just kind of weird. I think it's sort of like wishful thinking mixed in with uh, Dream World. Like, it's a a lot of self-fulfilling prophecies. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, having to kill Patty. That's exactly what Virgil said he was going to have to do. So everything Mm -hmm. lined up in order for him to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I just... I don't see it as paranormal. I do see it as just Kevin's psyche. Yeah. It was... It was... Somebody, I think, when we were watching it, mentioned it was like a video game. And it was like a video game. Like, there was a mission, there was fake bosses. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, You had to pick your your character class. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, And it it was the stage, and then there was, like, different uh, almost save points going around. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, Kevin's dad, Kevin Garvey Sr., popped in there. Um, Mm -hmm. From Perth. From from Perth, uh, yeah. apparently doing some sort of uh, spirit journey. What, what, spirit was, what was the peyote shit or whatever that he was? Hell, uh, heaven's, heaven's fire. Heaven's God's God's fire. God's I think? fire or God's voice or I thought God's it was breath. something tongue or something. Yeah, God's tongue, I think it was. Yeah, it was yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's a, there's a lot that you know. Was that real? Yeah, it's like it, I I kind of wonder like if if like whatever weird mystical shit that uh that his dad has like is he able to like tap in or like sort of hijack this this fantasy but again the show walks that line you know fantasy what's yeah and then there were some classic paranormal type things in there like the the tv TV. and the static like like the electricity kind of shorting out the more i think about this this episode was fun as fuck like it was really fun it was Goofy and the international assassin thing, like that's hilarious. Are any of you Buffy fans? Mm-hmm. Um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Never saw it before my time. I watched Angel. Okay, uh, we don't need the <laughs> yeah, before my I didn't, time. I didn't that, but. that that didn't. I mean, I'm sure you've seen a movie that was that took place. Not one. 
Um, <laughs> I'm sure you've seen movies that were made before you were born. The point is, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, they had a dream episode uh, that was a little, kind of a little similar to this. Uh, there, it was just really, it was just odd. They were all sharing a, a collective dream and also had their own little mini journeys that they were going on. Uh, and there were just odd moments, like a guy that just kept offering people cheese. Um, but this this had a had that kind of feel mm-hmm. feel to it. Just just weird, just weird. Yeah. Um, I wonder how different the dream would have been if he picked a, the uh, the the priest outfit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the outfits in there were priest, cop, priest, cop, cop guilty remnant, assassin, and guilty remnant. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, construction like worker. <laughs> The song that kept popping Native up, Native American, the, the the opera chorus that kept popping up was Bob Pensiero, uh, which was Giuseppe Verdi. Um, it is the Hebrew slaves chorus. Okay. Um, I don't know if that it's it just sounds really badass. I don't know if it was picked for any deeper reason than everything it really in this badass. show has. That that's that's the annoying thing about this type of episode uh, is that everything meant something, and if yeah. it meant mm-hmm. nothing, it meant. Nothing for that reason. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. Everything. I've got the I've got the translation. If you'd like to translation of the song of the chorus that. Uh, sure. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, fly thought on wings of gold. Go settle upon the slopes and the hills where soft and mild the sweet airs of our native land smell fragrant. That's the chorus that they kept repeating. Okay. Good. Don't know if that has anything Jordan. to do with anything. Uh, there was bird. Uh, there's ghosts. Uh, so, there you go. Okay. <laughs> Uh, thanks, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm saying is, uh, uh, life a, uh, finds a way. Uh, life uh, finds a way. Uh, yeah, so uh, that's how it starts. Um, so start with your first word. <laughs> what else? Uh, what else pops out? Uh, what pops out most to me is that it'll be very interesting to see if by the end of the season if you could have watched, like, if this episode kind of stands as just an aperitif, like a palate cleanser. For us, or if you could just total fill. Do you need this episode to make sense? Is this episode just kind of like, um, uh, just just like um, nice curtains, uh, or is this episode very important? And I don't think we know yet. Yeah. Right now, my instinct was like, I learned. I don't know if I learned anything new. Yeah, or or is this episode just to serve the purpose of getting rid of that? Uh, storyline of Patty hanging around him all the time. If, <laughs> if so, so, so we then... can move on to whatever the next thing is. <laughs> the one thing that stands out to me is that he knew Virgil was dead. That's the only he's he says, "Why are you here?" And he said, "For repentance or atonement." Atonement. atonement. Uh, and that's right. That is accurate. So that's the one thing that. Yeah, and then Virgil like, drank some. Uh, Drank a little bit of the juice. Mm-hmm. What was the juice in the... The water. Don't drink um, the water. It makes you forget. The pool water? Oh, uh, just water. Just, yeah, just water, water in general. Any water. Yeah. Any water. Scotch is good, though. Well, yeah. what was that? That was like, that was like swill bourbon. Yeah. Neil's, Neil's scotch. Yeah. Is that his name Neil? Yeah. That's why he was the only person that knew he was dead. I think the, <laughs> the thing that stands out to me is learning a little bit more about Patty's character. Um, and the... I mean, is she an actual orphan? Do we know? Was she an orphan? Is that something that we think is true? Probably. Because it was orphans well? Well, and she also... Uh, there was another <laughs> reference to orphans earlier in the episode, wasn't there? 
Like, oh, it was Patty talking about orphans. Yeah, the Hard Knock Life musical number. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Before the, my time. Cause, <laughs> yeah, because the guy went to, like, the rally or whatever and just handed, the, handed her the baby, handed and, her then, baby. and then walked away. And she it's was your saying... your problem now. But she was saying that um, that's... She just... It's okay. She, he's just going to go to an orphanage, and, you know, he'll have detachment issues later, and he won't be able to love the same way other people can, but... It's fine. Uh, everything is fine for orphans, other than those like very strong emotional issues. And then later, Patty's an orphan and has to go to orphans well. So maybe she was really an orphan. I don't know. That now, yeah, or, or maybe it's Patty's belief that we're all orphans because True. you know human connection really doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. At least not to her. I'm just trying to think of what. Yeah, I I feel like we almost, I feel like we almost should, like, discuss more of this episode after next week's episode. Like, it's like, I feel like there's so much that just happened, but didn't happen. Yeah. You know, like, there was literally almost no time in real world time uh, that changed, um... The good points were that whatever Garvey just saw, if it was tapping into something collective or it was just within his own mind, um, there were no, there were no um, departures mm-hmm. in there. He didn't see a bunch of people mm-hmm. that were departed. He didn't see. He also didn't see the girls that were missing. Let me uh, let me bring this up. Um, they were what's her face, um, Regina King's character. What's her name? Uh, oh, poor Regina King. Uh, but her character um, was burying birds in the ground. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and if it uh, if it was alive three days later, uh, then she got got whatever wish. Um, so we don't know exactly how long how how much time has passed between. Him getting buried, yeah. if in fact that's real, because right now, based on this episode, that may just be you know the the next level yeah. of the game. Um, so it could be it could be that, or it could be three days later, uh, and Kevin is now free. Uh, he got his wish, I guess, uh, yeah. thrown like an, thrown in the well, um, uh, and he's free of of Patty. Um, and there was a lot of birds going going through there. A bird was killed. A bird was killed. Yeah. It Smashed. Seems, killed. It seems insane that he could drink all that poison and be alive. Yeah. He and seemed dead as fuck. I, and like another thing that, that like I found fascinating was was the very end of the episode when he crawls out of the grave or whatever and uh was it was his name Michael? Uh, Michael the son, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he walks up and he's like, "Holy shit!" Like, like, like he didn't believe that it was actually gonna work. Whatever the juju. Yeah, yeah he was, was camped out there, um, yeah. just waiting. I guess you know his granddad gave him specific instructions? instructions to say like, "Hang out here for a certain amount of time, probably." Uh, and yeah, but that did his granddad give those instructions and also say like, "And I'm gonna kill myself. I'm gonna put a bullet in my." Yeah, camera. I think he did. I think we yeah. saw how visibly upset by things Michael was in, in last episode. Yeah. yeah. But he's also such a disciple that he's... Yeah, like he was he expecting it. it. Yeah. He was upset, yeah. but he was expecting it. <laughs> yeah? I don't know. I hate that. I hate that what? he would get his way. Like... Who? 
Michael and like burning it, it's all just like mumbo jumbo like voodoo stuff like burning the bird and if the bird's still alive like burning Kevin and Kevin <laughs> like comes back to life like he's gonna learn nothing from this experience yeah he's gonna learn that magic me. is real <laughs> yeah. yeah pretty much <laughs> um, and it's out there I mean we could go through like you're a wizard garbage like all the like what was he killed Patty twice right or he killed presidential patty yeah (laughs) senator not i love presidential hopeful i loved how Uh, hacky hacky jokey uh like bodyguard holy wayne was he was like "Ah, ah." it's Uh, weird that he would remember him who Hmm? holy that kevin would remember holy wayne for his dreams he saw him on the toilet yeah well, he found dying, him right? when he was dying, so... I kind of feel like that would stick with me. Yes. Yeah. yeah. If you saw someone die on a toilet, you'd, I, rem- you'd remember that. I, I have people pop into my dreams that are, like, high school friends that I haven't seen in 10 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 15 years. Uh, I, wanted, oh, mm-hmm. I wanted to... Him to say something about him being Lily's father. And he didn't. Yeah. That would have been cool. But does he know that? No, he doesn't, and that's why he, he, yeah, he doesn't. Have said yeah, he wouldn't have said it because he doesn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, this this episode is just a bunch of small things that that happened. I mean, overall, it was a, it was a larger thing. If it if it ends up being the case, uh, yeah, Kevin's alive. Uh, he was in the ground for a certain amount of time. He came back out. He might possibly be rid of of Patty. Mm-hmm. We don't know that for sure just yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael is surprised. Uh, Wait, Stone Cold Luck. Uh, Patty comes back in the end of next episode. She's still there at the end of next. Like, we go the whole episode, Patty's gone, Patty's gone, Patty's gone, and then the last shot, we see Patty. That's my luck. Okay. It's locked in. Okay. Anybody else going to want in on that? I don't think she'll be back. I don't think she's gone. <laughs> I mean, All right, you're out there by yourself. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't think it'll be the very next episode, is what I'm saying. I would say that I don't think she's coming back either. But that's a shame if that's the case, because uh, in a show of very good acting, she might be the best. Yeah, yeah, and she was she was really good this episode. Mm-hmm. Too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is. Uh, I think this will be a. I think she might get a nod. Mm-hmm. Yeah, an Emmy nod, Emmy best nod. supporting. Um, which Carrie Coons is that her name? Mm-hmm, I think uh, so. Nora. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah I think yeah. she's also going to be in the running. Yeah. She's Let right. me bring this up as well. Do we think Mary's going to die this season? Because there was that moment where yeah. there was the guy who asked. Uh, Kevin goes over and says, to, "Are the flowers and balloons for me? Uh, is your name um, Mary Jameson? No. Well, then no. They're not for you." Yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, and we were talking about this like like briefly before uh, we started recording. Um, but does that mean that people that are in like a vegetative state are 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 they sort of hovering between the? I mean, that's literally where Garvey was after. this whole time. Yeah, he was hovering between. So I don't think it means that you're dead. Yeah, I think it means that you're. You're pretty close to it. Like, yeah. When does, did Neil yeah. die? Did we know that Neil was dead? Neil is... The husband. Husband. 
Yeah, Patty's, Patty's husband. That was Patty's husband. The f- the she the, pooped on him. Uh, yeah, many times. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember him being dead. No. Yeah, I don't remember her ever mentioning that he was dead, or anyone mentioning because that he remember, was dead. Because remember, she went to leave that bag, the doggy bag, full of shit on yeah. his doorstep. Like, I think we would have known if he had died. Unless, unless it was like, Later. well, I haven't seen him in like this blah 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 many years. So yeah. this all, is what he yeah. likes. We're yeah. also not that good. At this, yeah. so yeah. <laughs> and it may have been very clear. Man, yeah. People <laughs> online are raving about mm-hmm. this episode. Best episode of TV I've seen ever. Best episode of the season. Did it. I'm like, hmm. well, did we? Well, now yeah. I feel so dumb. I felt dumb when the so, the, the screen went black. I'm, I'm just yeah. on. I'm on the. I'm on the leftover subreddit, and people are like, oh my yeah. god, this is why this show is so great. And I'm like, wait, I'm a. Um, I feel like a real dumb dumb. Yeah, or maybe, or maybe. Well, going back to Neil. Or maybe it's not important that that we knew that he died or not, because even when he explained how he died, it was very it was like a very unceremonious uh, way of dying. It was yeah. just like I and jumped on a chicken wing. That oh, well. was that was a lot of things within this episode. Things that were somewhat disconnected. I'm sure overall <clears throat> that there was connection to him, Kevin being connected to everything that's happening. But uh, yeah, I can't I can't I can't rape about this episode. Yeah, and can't his do dad? it. Dad was dead. <laughs> what? What? Are you going, where are you going with this? <laughs> Dad's not dead. Dad wasn't in the dad. hotel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Dad wasn't dead. Okay. He was uh, whacked That was the Hotel fine, California. Fine, fine. He was on some sort of yeah. vision quest in fine. Perth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, vision quest in Perth allow you to tap into crazy in between life and death hotels. Yeah. Everyone knows that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that, it's, that's a, yet another thing of this show walking yeah. that, that line because that's another thing that ha- has happened in movies and television shows where people, um, and I guess in cultures <laughs> uh, outside of those things where they, they borrow from that, uh, where you can do that, mm-hmm. where you, you do exactly that, where you can find that, this space the space between yeah um <laughs> DMB if, if they play that dumb DMB song <laughs> yeah. that's like, I was gonna actually say cause that, that this, this episode kind of reminded me a little bit of the, there was this oh, what was it called I think it was called The Room I think it was called it wasn't I think it was oh, hold on a second I think it might have been called The Room it was a The Room it was no not that The Room The Room Oh hi Kevin <laughs> I think it was called The Lost Room. It was called oh, The Lost okay. Room. It was a 2006 science fiction miniseries on the Sci-Fi Network, um, and it and it was about like there was this key and there was this motel and you could always go in this motel and there were these little trinkets that allowed you to like pass through to different worlds. And this episode reminded me of it, and then <laughs> I kept thinking like if they start playing that space between because <laughs> the room. This it was a three-part miniseries. It had no pop music in it whatsoever, except one scene that, that had it. that DMB song. <laughs> the space between it, I'm like, well, this sticks out like a damn sore thumb. Yeah. That's an okay song off a off a weird transitional album for DMB. Yeah, kind of a return to form. Never mind. Um, <laughs> Welcome back to the DMB, DMB hour. <laughs> yeah. Welcome. Don't to the drink between. the water. Something uh, else that stands out to me in this episode is the alarms continuing to go off. Um, fire alarms, yeah. And the fire alarms. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of fire, just like symbolism yeah. with the father and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But it was... also, it, it sticks out to me because of like the 
dream like dream science and whatnot they mm-hmm. always say that like electric electrical circuits and elect like you can't control any sort of electricity when you're sleeping i don't know was his dad a fireman no he's police chief yeah police chief when you said you said uh oh because he was in perth and had all that fire uh, okay because uh, yeah the alarms tend to coincide tend to coincide with the TV. the TV kind mm-hmm. of going off. Yeah. Uh, fire alarms could also be because you know who is does stuff with the fire. Uh, John. With John Murphy. John Murphy. Um, so uh, that could just be part of you know yeah. fire alarm trouble. Yeah. Get out. Get and, out of there. And the fire alarms were always sort of a an alert for uh, you know going back to like video game references. This is the next uh, next mission. <laughs> yeah, it's a safe safe point. <laughs> safe point. Um, <laughs> You've you've made it this far. Um, what else here? What was the deal with the bridge? Or the uh, oh, why the when he went to Jarden and they wanted it was in ruins. Yeah, the guy that threw the noose around his neck and mm-hmm. he said that if does does she is she she resisting? Right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that what we say? Yeah. Is she resisting? No. No, she's not. Okay, well then it probably means she, she wants you to do this. Um, and that seems to line up, I think, because throughout this season, Patty, and especially the last couple episodes, Patty has seemingly wanted him to, to do... She wanted to go to battle uh, in this way, uh, and she didn't necessarily want to be there. Yeah. Um, what was the guy? What was the deal with the guy? Who is he? Yeah, judge. I, yeah, I don't. I I was confused at that point. At that part, because it was just, <laughs> just like, that part. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, like it, like it, it felt. It felt like it. It didn't fit in with everything else that was happening. Well, we also didn't know that guy either. Yeah, and it was like it was a character that we had never seen before. Um, so we think. Yeah, or, or well, I mean, sorry. Virgil was his guide through the. Was what was the. Uh, uh, is a Dante's uh, Dante's Divine Comedy uh, yeah. allegory. Virgil was his guide in the afterlife. Mm-hmm. Remember that guy was the other guy who takes over for Virgil when he can't when Virgil can't go there. There's some. There's a different angel. Ted DiBiase. Yes, that's right. <laughs> million, dollar do- man. million dollar man. Ted DiBiase. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, million dollar dream. Um, oh, there's something there. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I just wanted to feel smart. I'm sure the the bridge itself is a he had to had to cross it, mm-hmm. um, and he so there's the the symbolism there, kind of crossing to you're gonna you're gonna change is what the guy was saying. Like if you do this, you won't you know you kind of won't be the same. You're gonna kill this kill this kid. Yeah. You're gonna push this little little girl Only into that well. Can pay for death. Uh, and that little girl, um, she played. A little girl really well. Yeah, she did. Um, she was good. She did. Like, I, I, I know that sounded like I was being sarcastic. No, but she, she she was, was a, a really good child kid, actress. Kid actress, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and adorable. Yeah. Um, Kevin found her drowning in the pool, uh, and that's Neil had said that uh, you know, think it's a little girl in there talking about um, talking about Patty. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where it came out that this girl was Patty. Mm-hmm. Um, why kid form? Why'd she choose kid size? Because I think uh, Patty's issues stem from childhood, yeah. I think was yeah. the message there. That maybe she was an orphan, maybe she was just like abandoned uh, or 
neglected. Or by maybe her she knew that that was the form she could manipulate him the most with. But she wasn't trying to manipulate him so much by that point. Yeah. Um. But then again, there was that thing that Virgil said, like when he told her, when he told uh, Kevin to, yeah, to to not like, he- not hesitate and kill Patty immediately. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was like if you hesitate, she will try to deceive you. <laughs> yeah. Boy, do um, I not know. <laughs> this whole episode is just a whole lot of me going. Eh. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm just describing things that happened. But I and really it's more or less what's happening. Too, yeah. I don't know. I stand by. The fact that she, I mean, most issues and most, um, like, attachment issues stem from childhood. Sure. What was your Stone Cold lock? Shows up again next week. Patty? Mm-hmm. He hasn't gotten rid of her. We sh- She shows up as Christmas Patty. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ready to Christmas? The ghost of Christmas Y'all ready Patty. to Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so, talking about Senator Patty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just that so that fun. bit, real. real I thought quick. that was I thought that was a really interesting bit where it's like if if the guilty remnant instead of going cult went political party instead. Yeah, I thought that was pretty a pretty interesting uh, take on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, also felt more futuristic too. Mm-hmm. Um, like if she hadn't died and things that this is years later. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Where the guilty remnant are more mainstream and accepted, um, they talk. They talk. Yeah, I was to say like that's the only thing that prevents me from believing that. Like I mean, I guess maybe like in this world they're corrupted by the whole political process, and you know now they're just a shell of what they actually believed in. But like to get rid of like talking, or not talking, that seems like I don't know. The lie detector thing was weird. The what? The lie detector. Uh, when... Some real softball fucking questions on that lie detector, right? (laughs) Well, just like, uh, why do you smoke? You know, I'm addicted to nicotine. Probably Mm. also true, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But they shoehorn the guilty remnant motto into that. Because it reminds me that the world ended. Yeah. Right? On October 4th. Yeah, 14th. He could fool them into thinking that he was one of them. Yeah. Uh, and there was also the moments where she was talking to him uh, about her truth. He asked, like, what, what your truth is? She's like, well, you donated $50,000. You tell me what my truth is. Uh, you want to destroy families. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was, like, that night, such a great pause, and her mouth is just wide open. She's like, yeah, fucking write that down. I want to destroy families. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm either the people that are talking about this episode on Reddit get it, uh, or they don't. Um, I guess they maybe yeah. they don't get it, but they just left that episode feeling like, wow, that was just awesome. What a thrill yeah. ride! And I left that episode feeling like. I feel so dumb. Yeah, I, I think so it. I think it had an ending that can leave you like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the journey there, yeah, was 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 rough for me. Um, mm-hmm. Probably maybe I'm dumb. Maybe yeah. I'm a dumb dumb. I don't know. Yeah, like <laughs> we're the, a room like, full of dumb dumb. Yeah. Yeah. I guess like the like the whole part about um, 
you know, where, where he said, like, you want to destroy families. And then, like, instead of being, like, super offended, she's like, whoa, that's great. Um, I feel like that might be the part of the episode where I started thinking, maybe we're in Patty's mind. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe, like, we started in, in, in Kevin's mind and now we're in Patty's mind. It's huh. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, no, really? none of this is none of th- this is based off of nothing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what a well, theory! <laughs> it could have been a, a, a shared, Conscious. shared consciousness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, and we're just kind of sharing the perspective. Hmm? Patty's dead, though. Patty died. Yeah, <laughs> but in this in this world, uh, possibly doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. I don't you know. know. I'm like the dad. opposite of you. I, I hate the supernatural stuff. I just want it all to be real. <laughs> How do you explain all this if it's, it's, if it's all real? It's in his brains. What, life? Are you talking about life yeah, or the all show? This, like <laughs> us sitting here. All right, guys. <laughs> well, we really came tonight is to debate the existence of a supernatural being, some call it God, a higher power. Uh, you know. I say no. All right. Good point, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> mm hmm. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. We are hopelessly deadlocked here at the Stark Raven Mad Compound. Uh, Jolie. Yes. Uh, yeah. In his in his brain, but supernatural. We, we don't need. It doesn't need to be, you know, other otherworldly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all that can still be in his can still be in his well, be taking place in his brain he's dreaming of supernatural things so you're thinking all of that was the flickering synapses of a person who was in the in, in some stage of brain death yes and then he was pulled out of it yes and you're saying that actually that state of whatever death that he was put in actually did allow him to tap into something that other people that consciousness were also tapped into a collective unconscious if you will I will, uh, I, will. I don't think science uh Science hasn't that 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 could be that doesn't have to be supernatural. It could just be natural. But I also think that <laughs> we didn't learn any information that Kevin couldn't have generated himself. Totally, I completely agree. That yeah. I don't think we learned any information this show. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's the thing about this episode. Yeah, is like, that, like what I said, I don't think this episode really got us anywhere. I think um, this episode was window dressings, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like, it's just in a season that seemed to have just been chugging along, giving us like. Almost as much as we cared to eat. Uh, this was an all-you-can-eat buffet of great television and, and, and great story being told. This was an episode that didn't tell... This was like a, 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 a like um, an appendix in a book. This was like, hey, this is a thing you want to... Well, I mean, yeah. on, its, on its own so far, yeah, the episode isn't quite doing it mm-hmm. uh, for me, so mm-hmm. to speak. But I, 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 like you had mentioned earlier, I think this episode is a bridge mm-hmm. itself um and mm-hmm. what and how kevin will have or will not have changed mm-hmm. for episodes mm-hmm. you know nine and nine ten because uh, this is episode eight we only got two more mm-hmm. uh so we need to see some how he might have react how he might have reacted in a situation to come might now be different than um he yeah. might now react differently as a result of uh, this, what may or may not have been otherworldly experience. Do you know what would be interesting? To get rid of this episode except for the end and get rid of every part of the season where Patty has been in. 
Like, what would it be like to watch this episode just as Kevin going mad? Like the George without. Lucas special edition of this. <laughs> yeah, or is this is Garfield minus Garfield. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is Garvey minus Patty. Yeah. Um, oh, God, I love those comics. Garvey Peel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, like, I, I, I just like want to tell a whole different story, right? Are we off next week? Is there an episode Thanksgiving weekend? Thanksgiving special. What's coming over to know. the Darby household? I don't know. The answer to the question is yes. Uh, there is an episode next week and the following, so there are no breaks this season. No um, yeah, so this will be my big question. I, I mean, I like cohesive stories and stuff like that. Like, I I want things answered. I want to know what happened to the girls. Uh, that's that's my big thing. I'm cool with not knowing what what the deal with the um, with the uh, departure, the big departure was. Yeah. I don't need that mystery solved. Um, the little, the smaller stuff that I don't feel was supernatural. I still do not think. I don't think you give us all the weird stuff you gave us with those three missing girls. Before they went missing, the weird naked running through the woods, yeah, the silent car ride. I'm- I don't think you give us all that and then not have it be something more mundane that went wrong. Um, unless it's a red herring. Could be a red herring. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is that is like a lot to set up only to have you them know. just poof and then never be in the show ever again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Evie was so cool. The like daughter? Character. Yeah, yeah, she's great. Yeah. Yeah. Haven't seen her in a little while now. Um... Yeah, so there is going to be, there's some, there's some bad stuff coming. We know mm-hmm. that Kevin's print mm-hmm. is in uh-huh. the system, mm-hmm. um, and um, yeah. Oh well, just in a little preview, mm. we know that uh, Murphy's looking for he, him. He's going to come. Not that's the. I, we didn't watch most of the preview. We we try not to, but yeah. that is one thing. Sometimes we didn't they see. just come on too fast. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we I mean we knew we knew that that was going to happen mm-hmm. uh, either either way. So that's not like really spoiling anything for uh, you out there or for us. Um, so there's there's that that's gonna have to, we're gonna have to deal with. Um, yeah, I, I think that this episode will we'll, we'll see how Kevin changes or doesn't change, yeah. um, and how he deals with deals with things because he may or may not have he might not have Patty. Uh, to to deal with, um, of course, Jolie believes otherwise. I think, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. So I, I mean, I like think she'll not. probably be back. Yeah, maybe Is that like the next not episode or the very last. Yeah, episode? or like the la- like the very last, maybe. Yeah, um, I don't think she'll show up like immediately in the next. Uh, unless it's like the very end. In this show, patties are like hatches were for lost. They just keep finding new patties. And it's just like... This whole episode itself was like seven hatches. Yeah, super losty. Yeah. Ex- yeah, and that's when I <laughs> didn't really care for lost. Yeah, right. Um, when, it, when it just kind of started becoming a... Um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, an exaggeration of its own... 
It almost tried to parody Lore. itself. Yeah, parody. Yeah, yeah parody of itself. Um, I like defined it, but rather than use the word, <laughs> but around the word from parody, yeah. it became a sort of uh, exaggeration of uh, its own source of material, taking its uh, natural attributes and uh, amplifying them, if you will, to comedic end. So, yeah, I don't know that we've said anything. No. On this. But we Let's can decide who's a winner and a loser. Yeah, it's Kevin and Kevin. Yeah, we can definitely figure out who won and Just lost his own Yeah. Um, so, yeah, why not? Uh, Kevin is the winner yep. uh, and Patty Daddy's is the loser. loser. Yeah. Kevin or are they both winners and losers? All right. <laughs> <laughs> and where are they winning and where are they losing? Uh, <laughs> the winner is. Don't Virgil. you mean. The winner, winner, the, the winner are the, the, the denizens of. Of our of are the leftovers on Reddit. They all seem to love it, and the losers are the people in this podcast. We did <laughs> not. We didn't get We're it. big dum dums. Uh, you know who else won? Actor who plays Holy Wayne. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actor Got who plays sweet call. Gladys. Payday. Gladys. That yes. payday. Gladys. Yeah. Got their agents Gladys. on the phone. <laughs> that was Gladys, right? Yeah, it was. Hundred uh, uh, percent. Neil. Finally, uh, we, we get to see a face. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Newman finally showing up. Um, so uh, some other actors, um, people that have been killed off, yeah, are are winners. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, the most interesting part of this episode for me, other than uh, Kevin crawling through the dirt uh, and you know having been buried, I guess at least somewhat alive, um, was just that Mary part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Flowers. And I think that Mary. that was the thing that like. What does that mean? Yeah, because I, I do. I you kind of get this feeling that, like she is a big deal that we haven't like. Yeah, something big is going to happen with Mary. Yeah, you, uh, like we've now run out two. We're, we're two seasons Mary. into this to this actress who is spectacular, yeah. and you've had her be. Almost mute. Jenna Maloney, I believe. Um, So, yeah, I mean, just talking about that, uh, and then we'll get out of here. Um, She is in between, kind of. uh, And the fact that we didn't see her at all could suggest that she's much more present Mm -hmm. in the real world. They're holding a room for her, but she's not there yet. Yeah, exactly. Or they're, you know, they're they're just expecting her in a a matter of, short matter of time. but it could back up, just with that thought, what Matt was saying mm-hmm. is that she has had moments of, of clarity, mm-hmm. yeah. um, of being herself. And hopefully just and hopefully enough just, just enough for him to... Um, yeah, boy. To, or else uh, Matt is nasty. a garbage... To town. Matt is a garbage man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's all I got. You want to just do quick plugs uh, going around? Yeah, joint joint plug, joint full way plug for Black Friday comedy marathon. Black Friday comedy marathon. uh, This coming uh, Black Friday, um, starting at ten a.m. and going ten a.m. Friday, going until midnight Saturday. Um, Hey, we're cool is hosting a group that is very near and dear to my heart because I'm in it. um, Is hosting and uh, a bunch of people here are. Yeah. Barbara Bush is Barbara in it. Barbara Bush. Bush Two Lates in it. Yeah. Masher. Outside Voices. All the things that we've ever plugged. Yep. Uh, Adventure Friends. I'm in a. If you have kids, I'm in a 
show at 12.30 p.m. on Saturday called We Are Nannies, where me and my uh, comedy partner, Courtney Painter, put on a show written entirely by the children we nanny. <laughs> um, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. And also a 24-hour one-act play. We're going to get a suggestion on Friday and of a genre and title, and then we'll put it up at 10.30 a.m. on Saturday, 24 hours later. Awesome. Yeah. Neat. Uh, all of that takes place at the Philly Improv Theater at 2030 Sansom in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, so check it out at Fit Comedy uh, on Twitter, uh, on Facebook, uh, fitcomedy.com, and also blackfridaycomedymarathon.com where um, you can find out some more information. <laughs> where you can see that Taft yeah. is on the schedule. Yep. Uh, that's all I got. Have a good week, everybody. Later. Bye. Bye. Bye.